Welcome to the Arkham Files, an actual play Call of Cthulhu RPG podcast. Featuring Seth Morrison as Tallahassee Turner. Say, hey, Billy, let's run out in the forest together. That worked out for me really well last time. Abel Morrison as Detective Billy McConnell. You've seen what we've seen. That dead light and the butthole monster. Donovan Bollard as Dr. Simeon Can't Stand Your Bits. What in the world? Where did you find that? Peter Morrison. Dominic Drunkard. We did establish there's no flamethrower, which is a crying shame. Sam Morrison as Major Frederick Aloysius Bakersfield. As soon as the going gets tough, the Tallahassee gets going. And I am your game master, the keeper of arcane lore, Alex Morrison. Now grab onto some dice and your sanity. Let's roll. I don't know, I'm like, hey. Nice suspenders you got there. Uh, he looks at you and says, Oh, um, well, thank you. They are, uh... They're alright, I guess. No, not so bad suspenders yourself. Well, I've been through many adventure with these things. Uh, I am Dr. <laughs> Simeon Can't Stand Your Bits. And you are? Excellent. Uh, nice to meet you. Uh, my name is Percival. Percival Warthrop. Bullshit. <laughs> 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 sorry, 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 fans. We'll, we'll, we'll bleep that out or cut it out completely. Um, nice to meet you, Percival. Uh, can I have a? Can I get you a drink? Uh, sure. Why not? What? What? What's my boy like? Me? Ah, uh, I always like a fine scotch. So does my. So does my man, uh, Dom Trucard. Dom, why don't you bring a scotch over here with you? All right. For my boy, Percival. Uh, Ezra, can we take three? Scotches. Neat. Uh, you look over at uh, Robert Morgan, who's sitting there, and he's giving you this look. <laughs> Sorry. Four scotches. Like, Neat. He's gesturing with his head and, like, like at the kid. Like Robert, like, is there something wrong with your neck, man? <laughs> That's nice of you to ask. There actually is. Ah, nothing a good stiff drink couldn't cure. <laughs> I order four Scotch is neat, and I personally carry one over to Robert Morgan, and I whisper to him as okay. I set it down. What are you getting at, old man? That's the kid. That's the kid I was telling you about. The one has been hanging out over there while for a place. You know? Does he look familiar to you? Uh, no, <laughs> but I drink a lot. <laughs> I don't know. It's been, I, don't, I don't recognize him. But I don't remember any... I don't remember any Percival Walthrop. There's Pelinor, but he never had a son. Hmm. Not that I knew of. Thank you. Hey, Dom, where are you with those scotches? Yeah, Cheers. No problem. I just leave. You got all four of them for me. Oh, thank you. Yeah, and I walk yeah. back to Ezra. Yeah, I'm a thirsty boy. I'm gonna need three more. <laughs> <laughs> I bring three scotches over to the table. One for Simmy, one for Percival, and one obviously for myself. Percival, this is my associate, Dom Drunkard. Um, and then, Mr. Drunkard, nice to meet you. Nice. Can Pleasure. we join? Can we join you? Well, as long as you bring the scotch, why not? Cheers. Cheers. 
Glug, 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 glug. It's a lot of scotch. <laughs> How you doing, Percival? I'm Bailey McConnell. <laughs> I bring oh, I the bottle over and chukum. You guys are having a party then, gentlemen. So How you doing, McConnell? Were you... Percival Warthrop, you were related to the Warthrop people that own the place back uh, on the hill? Oh, over there. Uh, yeah. Yeah, uh... Yeah, I was related to the people that lived there. Well, I'm sorry to hear about their untimely demise. Yeah, well, it was a long time ago. I'm just here uh, looking into it, seeing if there's anything left for the old, you know, for the old Walthrop family. What about you gentlemen? What are you doing here in uh, New Jerusalem? We're looking for owlbears. Nah, notice what he called it. Oh. Owlbears. Good call. Well... Can't say I've seen any of those around here. Uh, where do you, uh, come from, Percival? I'm around. All over. Can't even really remember at this point. Are you here by yourself, uh, Percival? We heard there were several, um, several other people from out of town in the area. Are they with you? No, I'm just traveling alone. Like I said, I came in to look into the old estate, see if there's anything left worth salvaging here. But from the looks of it, I have wasted my time. I will most likely be moving on soon. You didn't happen to pass that uh, accident at the campsite, did you? No. An accident, you say? What do you mean? Well, we pulled over uh, to a campsite, and there seemed to be... Um, weird markings and blood spots all over the trees. Somebody roll a psychology. Where exactly was this? Where exactly was this? Uh, the campsite just north of here. Hmm. North of here. That's that's interesting. No, I I I I haven't seen that or heard anything about it. But you said just north. If you just follow the road, what well, you would see it. You should. Dr. Albert Einstein. Hmm. Yeah. Dr. Einstein uh, is a world-renowned theoretical physicist and author. So, we we heard that uh, <laughs> uh, Dr. Pelinor Warthrop uh, had a very interesting occupation, um, something that the locals referred to as monstrumology. Do you uh, have any experience <laughs> in this area? Uh, I'm sorry, I don't think I don't know anything about that. That sounds crazy. I'll use my previous roll of five on psychology again on him. <laughs> uh, you're gonna need to roll again. Oh, dang it! I thought that would work. I'm rolling two. Nineteen out of seventy-five. Hard success. He's lying on that one. You can tell. I grab him by the suspenders. We think you're lying. In fact, <laughs> we think you're carrying his child. <laughs> You've got me. He puts an eye patch on. That's why I've been dumping these scotches into this plant behind <laughs> That's not good for the baby. Stop That's pretty good. Oh, that was a good one. Ask him about New Jerusalem. Why'd you call it that? 
yeah, Percival, I... How you liking it here in New Jerusalem? Well, it is, uh, rather quaint, I suppose. Yeah, it's pretty small and, you know, relaxing. Pretty here in the, in the trees, huh? I guess you could call it relaxing. Yeah, the trees are nice, I guess, but... Oh, sorry, sorry, I misspoke. I meant New Salem. Oh. Yes, uh, We haven't heard I a lot of people that, call it New Jerusalem. I assumed that it was what you meant. Sure no? you did. I've, I, I'm sure I've heard quite a few people call it that since I've been here. New Jerusalem? Yeah. I just assumed that's what they called it. I, I thought maybe they called it New Salem just for short. Uh, yeah, I don't believe you. <laughs> <laughs> I believe you, but my Tommy gun don't. <laughs> um, Speaking of, um, monstromology, um, have you ever seen anything as unusual as this? And I pull out the picture of the three anthropophagi. <laughs> Slam it on the table. Oh, man. Psychology. This is what we saw at that. This is what was Dom's seen. Dom's on card pulling out the full house. At the yeah. campsite Boy. just north of town. It's three monsters over trees. All right, and I look closely um, at his reaction, and so does Simmy, because he's got way better psychology than me. Oh, we're all, like, hovering. We're like, mm -hmm. he, he looks down at the picture. Um, again, uh, why don't you guys roll a psychology check? 73, success. 43, success for me Fail. too. Okay, um, he is shockingly composed when he looks down, but you do notice a slight widening of his eyes when he looks down at this picture. What do you think of those pictures? There... Do you have any idea what that could be? <laughs> Where did you get this? We found it at the campsite north of town, surrounded by blood and dragons. Put it away, Englishman. I slowly put the picture back in my pocket. Tell me about right, it. He looks Percival. around to see if anybody else. What do you know about that? We. What is this? We know that we came here. We saw something in Arkham that we couldn't explain. And oh, we a, had a clue. A butthole monster, we can explain that. <laughs> that we would see more unexplainable things, dangerous unexplainable things, up here in New Jerusalem. Well, like I, like I said, Peveril. Did you just call him Peveril? <laughs> oh, Peveril. <laughs> Percival. Look, Percival, look, I'll be honest, we're here to destroy those things, all right? What do you know about him? What you seem you to know something about him. What do you know? Tell us. Uh, he looks around and he says, Am I right? You have a room here? We have five. <laughs> <laughs> We're only using now two. Now he looks shocked. This is the first time he's looked sincerely impressed. <laughs> he's like, wow, that uh, that's impressive because I thought that would be significantly more expensive. <laughs> yeah, why don't you come up to our room real quick. We'll talk about um, this. Yeah, let's go. Come on. Leave that bastard cat All right, here. so he uh, he gets up looking around. Um, he, he drinks his whiskey real quick. Gets up and heads 
You guys head back up to All the right, line. I follow behind him, and Simi can go in front, so he can't run away. I Why also... I, away? Okay. I drink oh, both good. mine and Simi's scotch. <laughs> um, all right, you guys head back into your room, and you close it. Um, Shut. Yeah, and he looks, he looks around, and he's like, Look, I don't know who you are. You say you're hunting these things. Yes. Is that right? Yes. Correct. Well, I suppose that is one thing that we have in common. Oh, thank heavens. That is also what I am here to do. Look, I don't know why these things are here. They should all be dead. What do you know about them? Start talking. These, whatever this breed is, I don't know anything about it. But... I don't know what is wrong with this town. This shouldn't be possible. We exterminated these years, years, years ago. And somehow, something that looks the exact same winds up back here again. Do you believe in curses? I do. <laughs> Tallahassee steps out of the shadows. <laughs> he's naked. Oh, Tallahassee Turner. And the secret curse. He's, eat, he's eating delicious uh, baby carrots. I see you've read my book. <laughs> Look, I never thought I did. I didn't think... I thought all of these things were just flesh and blood. Biology. Aberrant biology, yes. Which is the study of monstrumology. But biology and science nonetheless, but something is wrong with this place. Bad things happen here. Bad things are drawn here. Somehow these things are here. And I'm here to stop them. I'm here to kill every last one of them. I hunt monsters. And I hunt them whenever I can find them. Wherever I can find them. Somehow it's brought me back here. You mentioned that you exterminated these here before. So you've been here before? Yes. And how long ago was that? I, I grew up here. Oh my gosh. We came from Arkham. Yes, as did I. And there was a man there, you may have heard about it in the news, named Bernard Corbett. He was putting together and essentially breeding any kind of abhorrent monster he could. He's the one who led us here. He, he wrote some letters to a local named Mordecai Shep. And we have a, uh, we have a feeling that uh, those two are the cause for this current uh, infestation, as you seem to, to call it. I think there's going to be a lot of other people here. I've heard a lot of uh, stuff about newcomers in town. I think uh, there might be some crazy cult here looking for the same stuff we're looking for. But not to destroy it. Yeah, not to destroy it. But we want to kill them does this, all. Does, anything, does any of that sound familiar to you? Yes, it does. Nothing about this Corbett gentleman, but... These other people up here looking for it, they're actually the ones I followed up here. I have some connections, and I heard rumors. What can you tell us about them? All I know is that they're a group of people 
who seek after these types of things, things of the occult, monsters, creatures, anything seemingly from the outside, as you might call it. And that's why they're here. We we had some ideas that going up to the cemetery tomorrow when it's daylight to investigate. Perhaps safety might be best in numbers. Come sleep with us in this one room. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to take turns on the beds. On one condition. I get Big Spoon. (laughs) (laughs) Well, snap too. I'm ready. That's all right. I prefer a little spoon. I'm Tallahassee turn. <laughs> hey, that wasn't me. <laughs> How do you know you're um, Let me ask you something, uh, Percival. Bakersfield, when he was talking to Corbett, Corbett said it's good to be violent with these things. Let me ask you something. Are you thirsty for blood? Are you thirsty for violence? Always, Doctor. Always. Then let's go kill some owl bears. Yeah, you guys are all bedded down for the night. Uh, everybody's taking a rest, except uh, Percival offered to take a watch. So at some point in the night, Percival's taking a watch. He's just up in a chair. Reading a book that he found on a shelf. Okay, so Dom Drunkard uh, gets up and he comes over uh, and sits um, or stands against the wall next to where Percival Warthrop is. <clears throat> Hello, uh, Percival. Or you, you mind if I call you Percival? Uh, you, you mentioned during our conversations last night uh, that you. Um, have a fair amount of dealings uh, in this sort of occultish realm. Is that is that correct? Well, I would say I, I I've I've traveled somewhat. I have. I guess you could say that. I was wondering if uh, during your time, at any point, you'd ever met or heard of um, a woman named Fiona, uh, perhaps her son named Sam. If you've ever met them or, or heard anybody. Uh, mention them. Uh, in what context, where might I have run into these people? I, um, I'm not exactly sure. Uh, to be, to be perfectly frank, um, Fiona's my wife and Sam is my son. I've been searching for them for, for many years now. Maybe going over a decade at this point. What happened, Drunkard? They, uh, take off on you in the night? We lived in, in London. Uh, I just worked a, you know, a standard labor job. Um, my wife came from money. At least that's, that's what she told me. But I never met her family. Uh, her parents weren't too chuffed about her falling for a dock worker, if you know what I'm saying. Oh, I know how that is. Uh, sorry about that. But uh, one day I, I came home and I found the house empty. Um, I expected them there. There was a there was a lot of blood. Seemed like more than 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 you could expect from two people, but they were nowhere to be found. 
and there was a, a symbol burned into the floor in our sitting room. Very unusual symbol, and I've been searching for them every, ever since. The only thing I could, could find out was that all my searching was uh, the symbol represented something to do with ancient gods and the occult. Do you know what that symbol looked like? Uh, yeah, it, um, it looked kind of like many overlaid stars. Here, why don't you draw it out for me? Like you said, I've been around the block a few times, drunk card. I've seen a few symbols, I've heard a few occult tales. I never was one to put much stock in that, more of a man of science myself, but a lot of people do believe in that, and that's kind of the more dangerous part about it, I always thought. So Drun Card draws out the symbol. It um, it basically it it's a circle, and inside the circle there are it looks like kind of three different stars overlaid each other, kind of offset um, with some uh, trailing off lines and circles at the ends of a few of them. This is the uh, this is um, what the symbol looked like. I've never been able to find much information. Uh, when you when you go to the coppers and you report your your wife and your kid are missing, and you're the last one to see them alive, I, I'm sure you can guess who everyone points the finger to. I couldn't spend much more time in London after that, but I've never given up the search. He he takes it out of your hand as soon as you show it and. And pulls it up and gets a look on his face. And uh, where did you find this? Like I said, I came home. The house was empty. It it felt empty. You know the feeling. It's more than just an absence of sound. But when I went into the sitting room, that symbol was burned into the floor. Okay. Now, Junkard, your wife's last name, I mean, before you got married, obviously, it didn't happen to be Devereaux, was it? Why, why would you ask that? Because if it is, and with this symbol you're showing me, I think maybe this is something you should just let it go. I've been, I've been looking for my family. For 13 years, I don't think at this point I could let it go. Here in the middle of New Salem, looking for monsters with a bunch of blokes I just met. I'm too far down that rabbit hole. Alright, John Card. This symbol's from the Order of Scorpius. From a family of witches that go back hundreds of years. The Devereaux family. I... I don't know what to say. I... I searched and I searched. And it was so strange to me for so many years. I never met my wife's family. She just told me that they didn't approve of our marriage. Well, I think you can say that's for sure. If from the look at this and from what you've told me, it looks like maybe her family wanted her back real bad. 
Do you have any idea where I might find this Devereaux family? This is in London? Yes. Oh yeah, there's connections here in New England. Right here in Massachusetts. Place called Salem. You know the place with all the witches? I think I... Sounds like you got 99 problems, drunk card. And a witch is one. <laughs> <laughs> Look, the Devereaux have ties in Salem. They originally come, obviously they come from France originally. But they moved to England, London. Some of them came over here. Just about anywhere you're going to find stories of dark magic, you're going to find the, Den the Devereaux and the Order of Scorpius. Look, I know this is probably something you can't give up on since it's your wife and your kid, but I gotta tell you, this is not gonna be an easy path for you to go. And this is gonna be dangerous. Like I said, I've never been somebody to put a lot in occultism and magic, but if anybody believes it, it's the Devereaux. And so, you start getting into their business, uh, they're gonna notice. I hope they do. Look, drunk card, I'll see it. I got some contacts I'll get in touch with. Let's see what they say. I'd be much obliged. Alright, why don't you try and get some sleep? I think we got a big day tomorrow. Alright. Thank you. Thank you again, Percival. Sure thing. As Dom, as you as you head back over to go to bed, uh Percival takes another look at the symbol that you drew, and he throws it into the fire. Ezra comes and just kind of knocks on your door around 7, giving you guys a little wake-up call. And hey, this is your wake-up call. 7 a.m. What do you do? What's up, Ezra? How you doing, buddy? Good. Just busy out in the kitchen. Come on down to the tavern when you want breakfast. I got one of those grand slams waiting. Dibs. <laughs> Double dibs. That sounds good. <clears throat> I'll have that. Alright, everyone. Rides and shine. 0700 hours. It's time to get up and get on the road. I think we should go get some chow. Alright, I I get up and I, and I throw my clothes on and I head down to the tavern. Throw your clothes on? Hold up. What? Bangsfield <laughs> <laughs> always sleeps in the nude. <laughs> sleeping in the nude. <laughs> um, um, you guys see... Uh, uh, Percival's not there. He looks like he got up before you guys and headed out. Do we find him down in the tavern? 
uh, are you guys heading down into the tavern? I'm heading down to the tavern. Yeah, let's go down and get some grub. Yeah, head down to the tavern. Yeah, but let's you guys up. remember the the dead light? How we had it in that box? Yeah. Uh, where did we end up hiding that? That was under the bed. Uh, it's, was keeping no, it under the na- bed. Naked Bakersfield was snuggling it. So you're the dead. So light he's now? gonna leave it in the room. Uh, okay. No, we're taking the truck. We're taking it everywhere we go. I ain't, it with I ain't us, letting right? this thing out of my sight. Kind of yeah, that is something I wanted to make sure about where you guys were keeping the deadlight. Uh, you guys go out, you head down the stairs into the tavern area. Um, you see there's a there's a, a fair number of people there that have gathered. It sounds like maybe this whole Grand Slam thing is starting to catch on. I mean, it's all in a skillet, and it's like served right on your right to your table. Oh my it's all sizzling. I mean, all that in one breakfast. It just seems crazy that they could offer that for $1.99. <laughs> Just kidding. That's expensive. <laughs> In 1920s. Um, all right. You see Ezra. He's kind of he's moving around. He's uh, he's helping people out. There's a uh, there's a few people in the room. You see Percy's down there. Percival. He's sitting at a table. Um, just finishing up a, a small breakfast. Uh, you see Ezra over. He's talking to a woman with her uh, what looks like her young son, uh, also sitting at one of the tables. And he's just kind of chatting with her as he's uh, handing her various things from the kitchen. Um, as he's, he's talking to them, you know, kind of wiping their table, filling up their, their glasses with water. They're okay glasses, though. They're not, like, super nice. They're not fancy. Yeah. So he sees you guys coming in. He's like, oh, hey, guys. You, uh, you want to get in on this breakfast over here? You want me to eat that other person's breakfast? Yeah, I, I want a grand slam. I want to, you know, give this a go. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sit over here by Percy. Yeah, sure thing. Just uh, take a seat. I'll, I'll get you. If it's solid, I'll write about it in one of my books. And then for sure you're going to take off. Well, I'm going to hold you to that, Turner. Tallahassee Turner and the grand slam breakfast. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so Ezra goes back and starts working in the kitchen again. Uh, bustling around. He seems like he genuinely enjoys this work, even though he's from his remarks, it doesn't sound like he likes this town very much, but he seems like he really enjoys doing this and it makes sense why he would kind of come all the way out here to to purchase his own tavern. Anyways, so do you guys go sit down at the table? Yeah, yeah, we yeah. want to go sit with Percival, if there's room. Alright. Yeah, there's room. You guys all squish in. Um... Yeah, squish in around the table. Percival gives Morning. you a nod. Gentlemen, Morning, Percival. hope that you all slept well. Yeah, I slept real well. Oh, I slept well. Thanks, good. Thanks for keeping watch. Oh, if not anything, I'm, I've always been one to try and pull my weight. He takes some notes that he's writing, and he uh, takes them and puts them, uh, as you guys come over, he kind of gathers them up and puts them into his, his satchel that he has off to the side on the floor. Oh. So, gentlemen, uh, we have a plan for today. We got a plan. I think we need to head up to that cemetery. ASAP. After we eat our breakfast, of course. (laughs) What do you guys think? Right. Of course. Wait, is that lady and her son sitting with Percival? Is he talking to him? No, they're over at their own seat. Denny was the one over talking to uh, uh, the woman and her son. As he was just kind of helping. I'm gonna go out. talk. I'm gonna go talk to the lady and the son real quick. Okay. Uh, excuse me, ma'am. 
Uh, yes. How, how, how are you doing? Hello, ma'am. My name is Dr. Simon Can't Stand Your Bits, and you are? Uh, hello. How, how do you do? Uh, Delilah. Delilah Bevins. Nice to meet you. And nice to meet you, too. I'm sure I'll learn your name sometime. Anyways, um, are you from this town? Yes, I am. I uh, lived here my whole life. Nice. Are, are you new to town? Did, yeah, did we're just, just visiting here? right now. Uh, you know, just taking taking the sights in. We visiting. <laughs> heard there's some witches around here and, uh, you know, just... <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. You're at the wrong Salem <laughs> for that. Oh, this is New Salem. Anyways, uh... I thought they must... You said you came here looking to see the sights. I thought maybe you took a wrong turn. Oh, no. We, there's some sights here. You're quite the sight. <laughs> oh. Uh, she blushes. Roll for sexy dance. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, well, I'm snapping my suspenders as I am speaking to her. Um, so well, just out of curiosity, we've been uh, we've just been talking to people, hearing some funny rumors about phantom fires, uh, weird monsters in the forest. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, I'm just trying to get my I'm just trying to get some get my story straight here. Like, what's going on? Do you notice anything weird going on in this town? Well, uh, I mean, I guess I've been here my whole life, so weird, I guess, is a relative term, you know? Yeah, which... But... Continue. I mean, it's it's a a different place here. It seems like there are always kind of a few odd things going around. Yeah, what makes it so different? What are some of these odd things that are going around? I don't know. Just the people here are a little bit... People say they're a little strange. Yeah, I guess you just say the people in New Salem aren't... They're not exceptionally friendly folk. All right, then. Um, can I roll a psychologist to see if she's hiding anything from me? Yeah, go for it. 64 out of 75. Success. Yeah. Uh, success. Um, you, you, don't, you don't get any sense that she's, uh, that she's not telling the truth. She seems to be pretty open, pretty genuine. Seems like a pretty genuine person. All right, well, I just got one more question for uh, you then. Is there any place in particular you think we should stay away from while uh, we're here? What does he mean about, what does he mean about monsters, Mom? What is he, what is he talking about monsters? Oh, he's just, <laughs> he's just being silly, hon. This is, this is Zachary. I'm a psychologist, Zachary. Mind your business. <laughs> oh, wow. That's like a fake doctor, isn't it? <laughs> uh, it's a soft science. Listen to you, little twerp. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Well, no, exactly. That's Shh. That's not nice. But everyone knows it's a soft science. Shh, I know. I'll pretend I didn't hear that. <laughs> just like when you tripped in the woods. Um... Yeah. Simmy, get back over here. We're we're written ready to leave. We're yeah, we're gonna head out. We're written ready to leave. We're written ready to leave. <laughs> oh, thank you so much for your time. You're quite good looking, and your son's a douche. All right, we're out of here. <laughs> oh, uh, she is. She has. She is actually quite pretty. Dude. She's uh She has a uh, sandy blonde hair, large dark eyes. Um, she looks like she's in her. Uh, uh, like uh, late to mid twenties or so. Is she is she married? Are you, uh, it was, it was, are you married nice by any you. chance? Uh, uh, I'm I'm a widow. Oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. But not that sorry. Thank you. 
All right, well, uh, enjoy your Grand Slam breakfast, and we'll see you later. Thank you. Yes, it was nice to meet you. Uh, Dr. Dr. What was it? Simeon can't stand your bits. Simeon, nice, nice to meet you. No, I'll say my last name. Can't, can't, can't stay in the car. Yeah. <laughs> 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 She's all right. Close enough. You're all right, lady. You're, you're, you're uh, suffering Gandalf, from some mental Gandalf stuff. Gandalf Fairbairns. just McBasketballs. Ram Ramazuski. All right, so. We want to head over to the uh, cemetery. I think so. Yeah. Looks like it's um up on the northwest part of town, based on this beautiful map we have. So while we're driving over there in the back of the truck, I'm gonna make this metal box into like a makeshift uh, backpack, where it kind of comes up over my head and I can open up the, the lid and let out the deadlight any moment I want. <laughs> okay. Just, just like pull a string and yeah, that pops up in the anymore. lid. Pull a yeah. string. Maybe we shouldn't yeah. let Tallahassee have the box. Just no. let me yeah, carry I the box. I hope you guys realize that like if you do that, you're going to pop open and the first thing it's going after is you. <laughs> your head. <laughs> right above your it's head. Gonna be, it's, yeah. It's going to be like pulling a parachute. You, like pull it like a parachute pops out just engulfs you. It just drapes over you. <laughs> Except for a parachute, it's going right. to be a killer light. Of the back. Okay, though. so uh, what are you guys doing exactly? Are you finishing up your, your Grand Slam? Are you guys still at the, uh, Done. At the yeah, table? Yeah, we haven't left yet, but that's what okay. we want to do. Is finish up our Grand Slams and then head over to the cemetery. Okay. Uh, as you're getting up, uh, as you guys are getting up and starting to head out, um, uh, Dr. Simeon? Yes. You notice... Uh, Delilah, she uh, she gets actually kind of a look on her face uh, as you're getting up, and she kind of glances over at you uh, a couple times as you're getting up to leave. Um, and she uh, she says something to her son, and then she she gets over and gets up and kind of walks over to you, feel uh, a little awkwardly, you know, a little hesitantly. Um, and goes up to you, and she says, uh, um, "Simeon, I, I did just actually think of something. Uh, you're asking about just strange things. Yeah, I don't know if this for? means anything, but." Um, uh, my friend, Hannah, uh, Hannah Russell, she lives in one of the farms on kind of a, a little ways out from here up to the, uh, out to the west. Uh, but I, I haven't seen her in, in a while. She usually makes a trip into town every few weeks, but I haven't seen her for, uh, I don't know. I haven't seen her or her family hasn't made a stop into town for a little while. I can't really think about how long, but... It just crossed my mind. It's been um, longer than I would think. I can't remember the last time I saw them, actually, is why it seems strange. But I don't know if that's something that you're wondering about or looking for, but I don't know. If, you, if you're heading out that way, maybe maybe you could, you could check in on them. All right, point at this map where her house was. Um, so the farmsteads aren't going to be in... This is the town proper. Okay. They're going to be out in the outskirts, like, is what... So, like, remember you guys passed one farm on your way in when you left Jameson's cabin? Um, this yeah, is to the, the west, right? She said go to uh, the Yeah, Russell so if you see, there's, the you see there's a road leading off to the west there. Um, so there's there... If you take that... Uh, yeah, she explains, like, if you take the road out of town to the west, that trees. heads out and... 
Yeah, there's a there's a, a couple farms out that way. Okay. Would you say? Uh, do you think this Hannah may have bought the farm? <laughs> <laughs> real sen- real sensitive major. Sorry about him. I'm yeah. really sorry about Bakersfield. Um, no, but it's just it is a little bit strange. I mean, you know, the farmers out there they don't they don't come into town a lot, but I mean they do they do make trips in to pick up supplies and things like that. But it's I can't remember the last time I saw her. I am actually a little bit worried about her. Well, you're a smart lady, noticing people's habits and whatnot. Here's my card. My wife knows oh. the deal. Oh yeah, you're oh, married. I forgot. Your, Mary your Beth wife? Beth. Oh, you're married. Oh, 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 of course, of course you are. She knows so, the deal. Anyways, um, she's got the hots for you. I think Tallahassee's the only one that's not married, except for like, I mean, you're wa- you're technically married, but your wife got eaten by witches. Yeah, my wife. My <laughs> wife is legally dead. <laughs> Dom, very, I don't think I'm sen- married either. Very sensitive. Dom's oh, yeah, wife Billy's is legally dead, and Billy's the young, yeah. young whippersnapper. Okay. Well, I, I well, th- uh, thank you, Simeon. I, I hope that helps. Oh, yes, it does help. We will look into Hannah, uh, see what's going on with her, if anything's going on with her, and anyways. <laughs> Tallahassee opens the box and just lets him so he can I knew it. He <laughs> can't take anymore. Tallahassee just pops the top. <laughs> Out comes the, it just, pop, it just explodes. Holy off. crap. Bakersfield <laughs> like last in the comment was just <laughs> the <laughs> last straw. Yeah. He puts the box on his head. <laughs> I crawl inside of it. He does a one a one use magic trick, just opens the box and disappears inside. <laughs> oh well alright. Alright, let's get alright. Did you guys hear did you hear what Mrs. Bevins said? I'll pop my head up uh, around the yeah, back. She kinda she kinda of nods truck. to you, she she nods to your guys' friends or to your friends, you know, kinda a little awkwardly and heads back over to her table. Wait, is Tallahassee Turner married? Mm-mm. No. Maybe no, I am, maybe not. I'm not. Okay, not married, you guys are married. He's married not to on this continent. <laughs> yeah, my wife's yeah, legally he's dead. married to Adventure. Oh, they're dead. Your wife and kid are dead. My <laughs> wife was <laughs> killed by Vikings. Very sorry <laughs> to hear that. True story. It's a true story. Tallahassee, Tur- Tallahassee Turner and the Viking widowing. The Viking widowing? The Viking widowing. And the Viking widowing. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you guys, uh, you get, you gather up your things. He gathers up his satchel, uh, throws it over his shoulder. He follows you out. You guys walk out, uh, heading over to your truck. Uh, so who is doing what? Uh, Billy McConnell, you're driving. Billy's driving again, Shotgun. just like usual. Okay. Dibs. All right. So Billy McConnell, uh, you walk over and you pop open the uh, the driver's side door. You open it up. Uh, when you do that. Um, something swings out from the inside of the cab and, and flies towards your face. Uh, it's some sort of hairy blur as it swings, flies right towards your face. Um, and you, uh, you kind of, you know, flinch back, dodge out of the way a little bit. Um, what you guys see, and Billy McConnell, once your, your eyes focus on it as it's swinging towards you, you see big open eyes, teeth, fur, just flying towards your face. But before it can come in contact, it actually then stops and swings back. And once you you can kind of focus on it, you realize it is a cat. 
but it is hanging from a thin rope that's been rigged up inside of your truck. Somebody hung a cat? It's it's dead. Its eyes are bulging. Its tongue, its mouth is open. Its tongue is sticking out. And it's hanging from the inside of your truck. Oh, what in the... What... What is this? Very, very Put old. this in here. Oh, gosh. Gave me a heart attack. Um, guys, Check this I, out, fellas. Somebody hung a cat in our truck. I didn't want to say it's anything disgusting. just until... I didn't want to say anything. Does it look fresh? Uh, it looks fresh, yes. Like that day or then uh, overnight? Like it was, yeah, killed very recently. Oh, <sighs> man. Uh, I think I know who's uh, messing with us. Uh, Where's that Ike character? Dirtbag Ike probably hung us in our truck. With the dead line. Climb up, cut it out. So I just noticed, I just noticed something. A look on the camera here. So, uh, um, let's see. Um, let's, uh, let me, all of you guys won't make a psychology roll except for Dr. Simeon. Oh. Yeah, 22, psychology. Uh, Success I got for, a 56 uh, out of 61. I got a 64 out of 40. I rolled, I rolled an 11 out of 10. <laughs> uh, Bakersfield, you, you succeeded? No, I failed. Okay. Uh, Tallahassee and, and, and Billy. Uh, as, as this is happening and you guys are in Billy, you're kind of talking about it and like, whoa, what's going on? Uh, Tallahassee, you guys both see... Uh, Dr. Simeon, like he looks alarmed. Like the rest of you guys have kind of recovered, and Dr. Simeon looks very disturbed. Dr. Simeon here, let me draw a symbol on your forehead and open this box. <laughs> It'll all be over soon. <laughs> Which, if you Simi. guys, if you guys had seen Donovan's actual face on the camera, <laughs> that's actually what I'm basing this on. Oh yeah, <laughs> Simeon. Hey, you all Simi, right there? I, uh, what's going on, man? Does this mean something to you? Uh, well, I didn't really want to say anything. It's just a dead cat. What, you never see a dead hanging cat before? <laughs> well, <laughs> no. <laughs> but, but anyways, uh, yeah, I, I don't want to say anything to you guys, but I, I had a dream last night. Tried to ignore it. It was one of those dreams that kind of felt real. But, um... I'm being chased by the spider creature again, trying to escape. There are weird glowing crystals all around. The creature jumps on me, and just as it hits, I'm blasted into outer space again. It's dark, pitch black. No, wait. There are points of light. I think they're stars. Little sparkles of light all over, like stars of different colors. Off to the west, I see a mass of red stars all clumped together. Wait, I'm not in outer space. I'm hovering above a small town. It's nighttime, full dark, but I see the stars below me. I descend down. I see Denny's. There's a few lights in there. One light, sickly pale, silver white. It's terrible. I don't look at it. I look away. And I see my truck. An off-greenish purple light is moving away from it. There's someone in my truck. They're trying to steal it. Wait, it's not a person. It's a cat. The cat would drive it, but it's dead. It's a dead cat. But it turns and looks at me. It opens its mouth and says, and then I wake up. Carcosa? What does Carcosa mean? Is that like Spanish or something? Doesn't mean anything to me. But that's pretty creepy. You having a dream about this exact thing. 
I mean, that's like what I could do. Uh, that's why I didn't really want to say anything. Kind of freaking me out right now that there's a dead cat swinging in the back of our truck. Did you notice, like in your dream, did you, could you tell who had put it there? Or was it just already No, that was, that was the thing in the truck. It was, it was the dead cat. What does that word mean? Yeah, what kind of language is that? I mean, I know from my many travels. Percy, you ever heard that word? Do you know? Carcosa? Is there a library in town? Well, it sounds Latin, and I know Latin, so um, can I roll just uh, to see what it is? Yeah, go for it. Uh, the only language I know is English. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's 94 out of 31. Duh. I love uh, skills. You have no idea. <laughs> so, what do you think, if anything, what do you think that means? Just weird coincidence? I mean, based on everything we've gone through, I don't know if there are coincidences, but that's one tripped out dream. That's definitely a sign, boys. How many breakfasts did you eat? Four grand slams. How much acid did you trip last night? Four grand slams worth. Four grand slams. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Percy, uh, you recognize that language at all? That language. Carcosa? Uh, I can't say I do. Look, gentlemen, I think this, be- I believe what this means is we have probably run afoul of some of the locals. So. Perhaps we tread lightly, maybe watch our backs, but I think that's all this is. So and Percy actually, he, he pulls out a, a knife out of his pocket. He reaches up and he cuts the cat down, cuts the rope, and just kind of throws it off to the side. He says, gentlemen, I believe that we have things to do, so without further ado, shall we? Snap to, gentlemen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, get in the truck. Let's get out of here. Is there any... So, feeling a little bit shaken from the events just now with the, uh, the shock of the cat alone, obviously, which is probably what it was intended to do. Um, and then with Dr. Kantstangevit's revelation of his seemingly prophetic dream, uh, you all pull the, pull the truck around, flip into reverse, drive forward, and start heading towards the graveyard. Uh, the graveyard is located on the northwest uh, outskirts of town so you guys take the road heading out that way you know there's a kind of a little paved cobblestone area that's in the center of town and then it quickly goes back to just dirt road tracks as you are heading up that way it's still raining lightly from the night before you guys are all kind of thinking lost in thought a little bit um uh, you round a bend. It's it's pretty wooded. I mean, this whole area is is quite a forested area. You're right in the middle of uh, a forest down in this area. So, um, so the uh, the dirt road winds through the trees um, outside the west side of town, and then kind of s- swings back around, heading north again. Say so, Billy. What uh, what screwed you up? I mean, the rest of us all have a reason to be here. Simi's brother got sucked into a mirror. Tallahassee's insane. So, I never had anything like that happen to me. Because, you know, if if you remember, I was just the beat cop that was got called to Corbett's house. 
when you guys were trying to break in. You remember that? And then I just, it was like this crazy crap going down, and I could tell that my, uh, my captain was being weird about it all. And then I got sucked in, and here I am. Do you, uh, have a wish that maybe you had just smiled and nodded and... Now I followed you idiots around, yeah. yeah. I wish I'd just followed the captain, left it alone. I mean, I lost half my mind at this point and been potty to, you know, murdering that girl. I don't know if I'll ever get over that. I'm supposed to uphold the law. And this is like, it's totally messed up. I'll get you up. through a Billy. I don't know. I need can't stand you bits. I really do. I gotta get. As soon as we get this taken care of, man, I gotta get in and get the have some visits with you because I'm just struggling. <clears throat> no worries. We'll get you looked at. So you guys round a you round a bend in the trees, and looming up ahead of you, you see a big a stone wall stretching around the cemetery. Um with a large iron gate that the road leads right up to. There's a little bit of uh, kind of a dirt parking area outside. Looks like a few other people have been, you know, that would congregate out here in front. But it's a large iron gate, iron bars um, for this old cemetery. It looks like it's been here for quite a while. So as you guys all pile out of the truck, climb out, head towards the cemetery, head towards the gates. They're not locked or anything. You just push them open. They squeak and protest loudly as you progress into the cemetery. And it's it looks just like, looks about what you'd expect from any cemetery for a town on its last legs. Neglected, overgrown, unkept though with a few notable exceptions. First of all, it's a lot larger than one would expect from a place the size of New Salem, as if a plague had swept through and wiped out a sizable portion of the population, or that the town just had a long-standing plague of bad luck. Secondly, there are quite a few above-ground tombs on the north side of the cemetery which you don't usually see this far inland or away from more affluent areas. There's a light rain, there's a, bl- a breeze blowing through the trees. There's a couple trees here inside the grounds of the cemetery that have grown up, pushed up some of the grounds. Even some of the gravestones are a little askew from the roots that have displaced them. What do you do? Do the... Bigger tombs that are outside of the ground have uh, have names and stuff on them that we can go look at. So, Major Bakersfield, you head over to the the north side of the cemetery, and there's, like I said, there's a lot more tombs than you would expect from a graveyard out here in the middle of nowhere. So, as you're kind of walking down, uh, glancing at them. Uh, they look like various, they're in kind of various states of, of repair. Some of them a little more run down, maybe some of them a little more old. Um, um, 
Not many of them look like they've been maintained very well. Uh, but the names you see on the on the various tombs are Harding, Porter. There is a crumbling one that looks like it's collapsed in on itself. But you see the name carved into one section that is still standing. It says Warthrop. And then you see Prentice, Warren, and Faust is the last one on the end. So Warthrop, uh, Faust, or what came before Faust? Prentice, Prentice Warren, and Prentice, Faust. Prentice, Warren, and Faust. Um, so Tallahassee's going to climb on top of the truck again. Uh, I leave the deadline okay. in the back of the truck. I'll climb back, I climb on top of the box truck. Mm-hmm. Can I roll a spot a hidden lookout. on the Warthrop uh, mausoleum or whatever you are calling these things? I failed. <laughs> I'd like to do the same. I succeeded. Um, yeah, you guys Eight. see Percival, and he actually he walks over to the Warthrop uh, <clears throat> tomb, and he's kind of looking over it. Looks a little lost in thought. I succeeded my spot hidden. I rolled an eight. That's a an extreme success. Hey guys, I found the uh, the Warthrop tomb over here. Come check this out. Uh, yeah, Dominic. Looking at it, it's it looks like it's collapsed. It's collapsed in on itself. Um, part of the door is still standing. That's where you see the uh, the name but the rest of the walls and everything have collapsed in on it. It's hard to see just how it did. I mean, a lot of these tombs, like, they're old, but they're they're sturdy. I mean, most of them are all solid stone so construction. Per- but it's collapsed in on itself. It's broken down. You don't see anything particularly alarming or strange about it, aside from the so fact Percy, that it's collapsed at all. Was this uh, like this when you, when you were last here? Yes. You yes, know what happened to it? You know why it's in this state and the rest of them are normal? Oh, I do. I believe it was destroyed on purpose. By whom? By people that did not like it or did not want to see it open again. Open again. And those who also had grown tired of the Warthrop presence in New Jerusalem. Prefer not to remember its legacy. So I just had an idea, guys. Uh, I was uh, looking at these letters um, from from Corbett to Mordecai Shep, and it gives dates on there when they were looking around uh, for a new spot for the laboratory. And it looks like they, you know, got a plot of ground in the cemetery around June 6th or 1917. So I think we should go around looking for uh, headstones with 1917 on the uh, date of death. Um, And then see if we can narrow it down. See if we can find something that goes down in the ground somehow. It seems. What do you think? Seems like a great idea to me. All right, let's 
Let's each take a row of headstones each. I'll start with the first row. I'll start with the second. Hey, what are you guys talking about over there? What's going on? <laughs> Can I do a spot hidden? Um, Keep looking. Okay, so as you guys, yeah, as you guys are kind of, yeah, you guys, you do hear Percival kind of muttering to himself as you guys kind of are trailing off to go look around. He's just, he's still staring at this, the collapsed tomb and saying things like, like, how, how is this possible? How is it possible that this has happened here again? Hate to interrupt your thought, Purse, but what do you mean? clues lead to the same places. How is it that these same creatures are here again by a different means? It's as if it was meant to happen, but that's foolish. Fate. What is that? Foolish. Sorry, what? Doctor, what? Sorry. Um, I was just thinking. Yeah, I heard you myself. mumbling over there. What do you mean this is not. How is this possible? All these events. They do seem to border on the uh, fantastic, wouldn't you say? I can't stand your bits. Just about. Yeah. So I was going over this news article again about the Phantom Fire. Mm-hmm. And it said it happened around the vicinity of the cemetery. Mm-hmm. Just kind of wondering if there would be any signs of that anywhere around here. Hmm. All right. Uh, roll a roll a spot hidden. Um, I'm gonna give you a bonus die on that, Doctor right. Simi. Since you are looking for something right. specific, got a ten, ten, and a zero. Ten, ten, and a zero. That's a ten. So that's a ten. That's a that's a that's a yeah. hard success. Okay. Um. All right, Doctor Simeon. Uh, glancing around, looking for a sign of a fire, and being standing over here near the tombs, you notice that one of the tombs, the one on the end, actually seems to have some streaks going up above the edges of the door of one of the doors that kind of look like hmm. smoke streaks. Check this out, Purse. What do you? Th- hmm? Look at this door. Um. Yes, well, uh, what, what it about it? It smoke marks on it. Doesn't that look like smoke marks to you? Uh, he kind of leans up, looking close, and he's like, uh, Yeah, that... I do believe that does. That is that is quite strange. I don't see... Uh, he looks at kind of the sides of the door. He's like, I don't see any sconces here for... votive candles or a torch or anything, so it seems odd that this much smoke would have stained the edges of the tomb here. That's what I was thinking. Um, can I open the door? Um, there's actually no handle on it. So can I push can I push it open? The tomb is like a big tomb? Yeah, like it's a tomb like a it's crypt. big enough. Yeah, like a crypt. Alright, so um, um, I push I push I push on the, the door. On does it one? does it open? No, it doesn't. Hey, Drunkard. That's me. You want to put your shoulder to good, the good name use on this and open this door for me? Is... We could push you remember what happened last time he tried to do that? 
Uh, uh, Billy, are you over here? I guess I don't know. Hey did, guys, uh, come over here real quick. Let me come come check this bits. out. I got I got a lead on my Phantom Fire. I think. Okay, so yeah, head did over there. Did you want to try and read the name on the tomb and the date? Are any kind of uh, levers or anything attached to the script that we could try to maybe open the door with? Um, is there a sign that says "Pull this lever"? It'll open yeah, the door. Yeah. Are there any uh, <laughs> signs that say "Pull this lever"? Is there a bookcase there with books that we can pull on? <laughs> yeah, there's a bookcase full of Tallahassee Turner books. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh, Tallahassee! What books? Tallahassee are you Turner. Tallahassee in the, Phantom in the Fire secret Grave. tomb. I, I pull on the book. <laughs> Tallahassee in the secret door. So the name on this, uh, the name on this tomb says J. G. Faust, and the dates on it are 1790 to 1900. And then there's an inscription below it that looks like it's in Latin. And then there's like a compass symbol. It was 110 years yeah. old. 1790 to 1900. 110 well, years old. Well, if it's old. a crypt, there could be multiple graves in there, depending on the size. It could be like a family crypt, Should but I guess it just has the one dude's name. Push on the door as hard as we can. So um, I think we need to get Tallahassee over here, because if you guys remember in that letter... Uh, it said he was fond of Tallahassee's tales, and he used an elaborate locking mechanism, supposedly from one of his books. So maybe Faust Tallahassee did? will have an idea. Well, Corbin did. Hey, Tallahassee! Tallahassee! Uh, I think Tallahassee. we need your help. Why don't you no. get over here and take a look at this? Bring the deadlight. Yeah. Okay. Hold hold your horses, gents. Uh, not good at climbing down things. Just move get it along. Get your bullwhip over here. <laughs> Can yeah, I? Doesn't he have to do a climb? <laughs> yeah, make a climb check. I, I knew I shouldn't have said whoa, that whoa, after. Whoa. <laughs> Can I do a spot hidden from up on top of the truck real quick? Just keep, you know, looking for monsters and whatnot before I get down. 18. Okay. Uh, as you're watching, you're standing on top of the truck? Yeah. Okay. Um, coming up the road to the south behind you, you do see another vehicle that starts to drive up. It's, it's going Everyone on It's board. going very slowly and basically as it kind of comes up to the point where it can see you standing on top of the truck, it stops. Hey everybody, it's me. Alex, your keeper of arcane lore and his promises to release episodes consistently. So, bada bing, here is the proof. Um, but sorry, we did release this episode a little bit later than our schedule is normally. Uh, I actually had a family emergency. I had to take my son into the hospital for emergency surgery. Um, so it was pretty sketchy there for a little bit, but everything actually turned out great. Everything went really well. He is doing fine. He's good as new. He's up and running around. So everything's good there. We're back home. Uh, but yeah, it did send me back a little bit on things, but you know, we're good to go. And as you can see, here's our episode. So sweet. So barring, uh, anything like that and me being able to keep all of my many children out of the hospital. We'll just uh, keep on rolling along. 
So, thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. We hope you liked it a lot as much as we liked making it. Uh, be sure to subscribe to the show, uh, share it with your friends, uh, so we can get lots more fans out there listening. Uh, leave us a review wherever you can, where you, wherever you found the podcast, and don't forget to go over and check us out on patreon.com forward slash the Arkham Files. Sign up over there and you can get all sorts of cool stuff. Uh, one thing I forgot to mention before, any of the handouts that we're using, like the photos that the the guys found in the last episode we were actually post those up on patreon so you can take a look at the handouts and the photographs which are pretty cool uh i you know they're uh, i made all the handouts and everything and they're pretty cool looking if i do say so myself you heard the guy's reaction on here and they're like you know mind blown you hear their mind blown audibly it's late i'm really tired it's been a bit of a week Go to Patreon, get stuff. We've got a bunch of free episodes, bonus episodes. Not free episodes. you got to pay for those episodes, homie. Bonus episodes. Uh, we have a whole scenario we've played through that's good. Uh, we do recap shows where we talk about the scenarios we've played. Uh, check it out. i got nothing left. I'm worn out. I'm exhausted. It's late. I will catch you next time. Keep listening. Share. Do cool things. Stay crazy. Peace out, homies. <laughs>